And uh, look, from a racing perspective, there's plenty of great racing to be had over the next couple of days. Uh, Geelong today, Cranbourne tonight, a really competitive card at headquarters tomorrow at Flemington. And a man that will be able to hopefully steer us into a few winners is Brad Taylor, racing manager at Freeman Racing. I welcome him to the show now. G'day, Brad. How are we going? Going really well. Hey, there's no uh, slowing down this stable at the moment on the back of the likes of Without a Fight Spring and now your latest acquisition in Royal Champion. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about this gelded son of Shamadale? Look, I probably don't know a hell of a lot about him. I've only um, sort of looked at his form once Sam said the other night that uh, he was coming out to join us, but his, his form looks really strong. Um, obviously, he's... Uh, a Royal Ascot winner, beating Buckaroo, who's come out and run well in Group 1's out here, and then he's gone to York in a Group 2 and run well, and then he went and ran second to um, uh, Nations Pride, who's a, a very good galloper of uh, Godolphins in Canada. So he's got, you know, international group form, which is always good, and um, he's, he's obviously... Um, a six-year-old of this is going to be seven-hour time. He's only had the 14 starts, though, so he's lightly raced. And um, uh, 13 starts, sorry, for four wins. So he's got very good form around him. And if he can bring that sort of form out here and, and acclimatise, then he's going to feature in you know our top group one races. Yeah, he, he will bring a relatively high rating out here, I'd imagine. Do you expect him to sort of be that sweet spot around 2,000 metres, looking at things like the Maccabi Diva into perhaps a Cox Plate? Yeah, those obviously look the, the, the ideal races for him. Um, you know, all his forms at 2,000 metres and, and, and uh, 2,100. So um, those are the sort of races that will probably target towards him. He's obviously going to have to go through that wait-for-age path with his rating he's probably likely to get out here. Um, so, yeah, he's due out here in a uh, end of February. So got a bit of time to climatise. He'll probably head up to Queensland for the winter like we did with without a fight last year. and and then come back down and, um, yeah, hopefully we can see him in, in the top group one races. Well, it's a scary prospect because we know how well, in particular, your camp as well do with these imported uh, European runners. So we'll certainly be keeping an eye on uh, Royal Champions' progress throughout. I want to get your thoughts on some of your runners uh, at Geelong and Flemington as well across the next couple of days. Uh, Brad, you've got an interesting runner in race two, Wolf Club at Geelong today. Tell us a little bit about this debutant. It looked a nice Flemington jump out, and he looks one of the best-backed runners of the day, looking around a dollar fifty. Yeah, he's um, his trial form's been good this time in. Obviously, uh, we bought him off a trial winner in off a trial winner in New Zealand when he was a two-year-old. It's taken a bit of time. Um, typical New Zealand bred. That's just gonna get better with age and, and racing. Um, you know, he's he's very short today, but he's probably looked well-placed in a four-year-old nut maiden. Um, he probably could have gone to an open maiden and been very competitive against the three-year-olds, but this just was the ideal target race for him first up. Um, nice track, Geelong, good surface. Um, ideal, you know, they've obviously had a little bit of rain. It's good for, so it should have some natural give in it. And, uh, yeah, he looks well-placed to, to get off to it to a good start in his career. Race seven, fire follower going around. The Godolphin runner who won well at last start at Achuca, do you think uh, can make the step up to 64 grade and get in the winner's circle once again? 
yeah, look, he won really well first up. Um, obviously, we thought a bit of him as a two-year-old. He just did a lot wrong. He ran in the, the prelude and preview of the Blue Diamond Series, and then we tipped him out, gelded him. He's come back in really good order. He still wants to do a little bit wrong. He still wants to over-race a little bit. But um, Luke Curry's been in great form since returning to Australia. Uh, he's got a nice draw. Um, but obviously, is a step up in, in grade, and he's going to have to take that next step. But if he can do everything right and, and get a nice run throughout, there's no reason why he couldn't put himself into the finish. Yeah, it was be- it was a really nice win at Echuca. Do, do you think the Sheikh knows where Echuca is, Brad? Oh, I, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I'm it's, being it's not on his bucket list, I wouldn't have thought, but uh, no, hopefully he can no. make the step up at Geelong. Uh, in uh, race eight, you've got another one in the market here in Moonhaven at around $4.40. Drawn wide, but tends to get back anyway. What do you make of that runner's chances? Yeah, he, he, as you say, he gets he gets back in his races, um, so that the draw probably uh, is not a problem with him. If he can get a sort of a nice trailing run somewhere, even if it was three deep with cover, it, w- it wouldn't be a problem. Um, his run in the other day at Wangaratta was huge. He missed a kick by a, a number of lengths and, and was only narrowly beaten. If he didn't miss the kick, I'd say he would have been the winner of the race, but um, hopefully he can be getting better today. Billy obviously had to sit on him the other day and, and knows him well. Um, step up to 1,300 metres suits. Um, so, yeah, if he can begin and, and find a nice run in the race, then um, he looks well-placed again to run well. Hey, three terrific chances at headquarters tomorrow. Uh, the first of those comes up in race number two. Uh, it's a staying race, and you've got Galileus, uh, who's a well-supported favourite, and we'll speak of imported runners. This is second up for the stable and, and here in Australia. That first up run at the Valley over 1,600 metres, whilst didn't look he was going to win, geez, he got home super, and it was a nice trial for a, one of these imported gallopers that does their best work up in trip. Yeah, he's just a, a dead tip um, stayer. He's you know he's second up over twenty five hundred. Just indicates that he's a, a dead tip stayer. He was good late the other day um, at the six hundred. You probably think he's going to run a, a long last. And a few of the owners would have been scratching their heads at this stage. But the way he, he hit the line was very good. And um, yeah, he's taken good improvement out of it. Um, the, the trip up to the, uh, the twenty five hundred and the big Flemington circuit was certainly two big pluses for him. Um, Damien Lane jumps aboard and there's probably no better rider in form as him in the state at the moment so glad to have him on board and um, you know it's probably a, a, a true off-season race um, but yeah he gets his uh, chance to, to make a, a get, get in the winner's circle in Australia yeah, I think he's striking at 21% at the moment. Damien Lane is in some really hot form. In race number four, it's a it's a three-year-old Phillies benchmark 78 up the straight. And I'm keen to see this filly back, Osmar. I gave her a really good chance last start at the Valley in September when in that Group 3 champagne and just looked a bit of an end of prepper. I'm keen to hear how she's come back because she looks a, a big brute of a thing. Yeah, she is. She's going to certainly be suited by Flemington. Um, she obviously hasn't been up straight, but she's run like Sandown, which is, you know, a dog leg. So imagine the straight shouldn't be too much of a problem. Uh, her trials have been really good, this preparation. Um, she tried very well the other day at Flemington. Um, so she heads into the race in really good order. Um, Mark Zara rides her, and he got along with her really well in the jump out the other day. So um, she's, she can be a bit of a tricky filly. She can sort of over-race a little bit, but um, he got on with her really well and he's got a great set of hands so he's going to suit her um, the wide barrier is probably not going to be a concern um, she will hopefully get a little bit of cover somewhere up the straight and if she can peel off the backs and 
she can put herself right on the finish. As you say, she was in the market in a, in a group three at the end of last preparation. Um, this is a 78, but she's top rated at 70, so it's basically a 70. Um, so, yeah, she she's had a good prep leading into the race and expecting her to run really well. Yeah, and she's been very well supported in early betting. They put up some $5 for the punters out there and into $3.80 already. And then in race nine, Brad, you've got... Bel Air going around over 1,400 metres and, um, look, doesn't run a bad race. Last start winner in 70 grade this track and trip and, again, gets the red-hot D-lane on board. Yeah, it was a beautiful ride from him the other day to get him into the winner's circle. Um, obviously, he's run a, a number of seconds in his life, so it was nice to, to see him put his nose in front and um, he did a really good job. Um, he can, he's drawn to get a, a lovely run again and if they run along and he can just... Um, chime in like he did the other day. There's no reason why he can't go back-to-back. He's in really good form. He's trained on well since, and, um, yeah, he's got no excuses. Mm. Well, Mark Hunter, who's the best judge here at RSN, has gone one out Bel Air in the quaddy. So if that gives the stable, I'm not sure if that gives the stable any more confidence, but uh, it, it certainly gives punters confidence, I'm sure, when Mark Hunter gives a push like that to a particular runner. Uh, hey, Brad, I'm going to ask for your best across the next couple of days. I'm not going to let you have the uh, first starter at $1.50. We want a little bit more juice on the bone. So uh, who do you think your best winning chance is? Um... Probably outside of him, it's, it's the, the, all three can win today. But I'm going to say um, Osmar is probably uh, a really good chance. She was good odds when she opened at five dollars, and obviously been backed and well supported. She's returned in good form. Um, don't know much about the favourite. Obviously, it's come off. An, I think it's come off an orange win. So um, on form, you'd say ours is stronger. But you never know what those horses can do. Beyond's, you know, got a great straight record, taking them out to the bush and getting an easy kill and bringing them back in. Um, his best gallopers have done that. I think. Even overpass might have won his maiden at yeah. Orange, if I remember correctly. So, um, obviously, he wouldn't bring it down here if he didn't think it was good enough. So, it's going to be hard to beat, but she's in really good form, and I think she'll run really well. Yep. We're always wary of that Orange to Flemington form, Brad, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, Brad, um, thank you so much for joining us on, on Big V Racing this morning and, and being so generous with your time, and uh, all the best across the weekend. All right, sweet. Thanks, Brad. Brad Taylor there, uh, racing manager at Anthony and Sam Friedman Racing.